This is Kimberly Miner today, owner and founder of Holistic Living Health and Wellness. And to my right, I have the infamous Samantha Schultz, <laughs> the owner and founder of Energetic Me. And so we are going to start with pillar one Woo! of burnout, which is, pillar one is all about values. And so we are going to be taking a um, few minutes here to talk today about what are values and how is values related to burnout um uh you know it's seen it, it most people when you think of values you think of okay what's just what's important to me um but when you actually start to dissect the word values is that values the definition of values is that it's the things that are introspectively important to yourself the things that you base your decisions on are values. So values kind of run into morals also, um, but it is the values that you have that develop the morals that you live by. So that's the definition of values. And you know, we wind up finding ourselves in situations every single day, whether it be in our personal life or in our work life, where uh, we are influenced of having to make decisions that go off chart of where our value system is. And we can find that uh, no matter what our careers are, um, having to you know make decisions and sometimes make decisions or do things that don't match our values whatsoever. And when you repeatedly have to do that over and over and over again, um, you start to get cloudy of where you began, of where your values are. And so uh, you, you know, can get lost of who you are as a person and what it is that you stood for at the beginning of when you entered into that area. Uh, sometimes it's not even your career. Sometimes it can be you know, in your personal life that um, you get yourself, and especially uh, I, I see it a lot, with uh, young kids who go into college and stuff and they are integrated with so many different people who come from different areas, different backgrounds, and they're in a spot in their life where, you know, they want to be accepted. They want to go out and experience everything and they can easily find themselves, uh, you know, giving up the values that they were brought up on and conforming to uh you know to what it is that surrounds them and can become this totally different person than they were to begin with when they entered into that college you know atmosphere you know the values doesn't have to be a negative experience it can be a positive too but um what we're talking about though is that how values can get disrupted that cause you to be burnt out Yes, yes. And um, to put it in a, a practical sense, let's just say you're at work. Um, it's a stressful situation anyway. You feel like you barely got there. You didn't really want to be there. You've had your coffee. It's been an exhausting week. You know, you had a little spat with your spouse. And so you're kind of irritated anyway. And then you head into work. And, you know, you start seeing this guy that you're working with. This is just an example. You see him sitting around and you're like, why is that guy always sitting around? I'm always picking up the slack for him. And, 
you know, which does it really have anything to do with us, what, what that person's doing, but we take that energy on and it's just, now it's a burden. We have a burden that we're packing around because we had been taught, let's, let's say our generation, you know, 40, 50s, we were taught work hard. And that's what our parents did is they went to work every day, day in, day out. You hardly ever heard them complain and they had a good time on their weekends and that was their life. They knew that they were providing for their family. It was all about hard work, do the best you can and you'll have a good career and you'll have a retirement and you'll have all of these things. And so then coming up as those children, that's where we have that value, you know, just one example that pops into my mind is I went to an interview, one of my first jobs, I worked at a salon and the lady was drinking a beer at my interview and I was 19 years old. I was like, what what? is going on? And she's going to go cut people's hair, you know? (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I know. So (laughs) how did your hair turn out? (laughs) Well, I didn't, Oh, that's right. I never let her cut my hair. But um, anyway, so, you know, I had this definite value system, like, you're not supposed to drink at work and um, just, and be a hard worker and do the best you can and don't complain because you have a job and, and all of these things. So there's already this added pressure that I'm trying to live up to, you know, this is something that my dad wanted, you know, he worked 35 years as a prison guard, hardly ever called out a day. And so here I am, I don't even really know this is a value in me, you know, but when I start seeing that and I'm, I'm getting angry and at, you know, whoever's not doing their thing, I, it adds to my stress level. And really it's none of my business what that guy does because it's going to stand out. Somebody's noticing that they're not doing something and eventually it'll be handled, but as we all know, sometimes there's a process to that. So it can be really irritating and frustrating. And then finally, you know, when that person's like, oh, you're like, yay, finally somebody saw what was going on, you know, but that's, that's where values come in. And that's what we're talking about is because we have a certain standard that we want to live up to and, and that we have set for ourselves based on that. And some of us are still trying to live up to our parents' expectations, you know, whatever that may be. We, we might have been told, you know, we're not good enough, we're um, too loud, we're too fat, we're too skinny, you know, whatever the case may be. We have all of these things we're packing around with us that were hurts from the past. And I, not that value's really a hurt, but it is how we evaluate things and those are the lenses that we're looking through, if that makes any sense. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I can tell you that from my experience in, in my career is that uh, when I would travel to conferences, um, you know, I had a certain thought process of what I valued mm-hmm. and the way that I thought things should be done and how it is that you should handle yourself in those situations and I can't tell you how many times um, well probably almost every time of every conference I went to I watched people that um, become this like completely different person I mean they would uh, you know make complete fools out of themselves they would you know get drinking and stuff and 
and I'm not my my issue isn't with with having drinks. <laughs> the the my thing is is that um, you get yourself so in it, abbreviated that you do things that um, impact who you are. You know, people make decisions and evaluate you based on what they see you do. And then the infidelity (laughs) that I saw at conferences that I went to, and I thought, I don't understand. What, What is it about when people leave and go to these conferences and you know there were people I saw that I knew for a fact that they were married and I saw that stuff going on and I thought I I don't understand mm-hmm. and it like it it they it, they didn't even think twice about it and that was a that was such huge stress for me mm-hmm. uh you know I I found myself in several situations where you know I thought that um Somebody was just being nice, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, customers of mine and stuff. And I thought that, oh, you know what? They're just being nice. They know that I'm here traveling on my own. They just, and all of a sudden, you know, it gets into the evening and stuff. And they're like, okay, well, do you want to come up to my room? And I was like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. You're yeah. like, no. What are you talking about? Yeah. And, you know, and I, you know, and I'm coming from, you know, all those years and stuff being a single person mm-hmm. going there but i know for a fact that they're married you know and and i always i have always made it a value of mine mm-hmm. that you never mix business with personal <laughs> like it never works out well no. it is going and when you work in certain industries it's a small community. It doesn't matter if what it is, what I was doing, it can, you could be a nurse, you could be a policeman, you could be a fireman, you could be, it, like, it doesn't matter what career you're in, whatever career you're in, you will find that it is such a small community and that uh, those types of things, that gets out. People know when people have acted in a certain way and stuff and, you know, they you know, may still get along with you and stuff, but, you know, there's certain things that they may not ask you to participate in. Or, you know, there's certain things they won't, um, that they just know that there's, like, all this chatter going on about you and stuff. And when people see you, they just don't think of you in the same way. And, you know, I absolutely made it a a rule, and it it upset me greatly. It got me to the point of, of absolute anger. Yeah. That yeah, uh, when that when that got presented in front of me, I was like, "Wow!" Like my opinion of you changed in a, in a second. Oh yeah. You know, I will never mm-hmm. look at you the same way again mm-hmm. because your like obviously your values are don't align with mine right whatsoever. Yeah. And there is no amount of business that is worth. No. Not worth that whatsoever i i actually had an instance a customer i went to see and stuff and he started to stalk me on facebook oh. yeah it was sending me messages and texts and stuff like that and you know, coming on and you know i finally had to go to my boss and say that like we got a problem here 
Wow. And I was never allowed to go to that customer by myself again because um, it was putting me in a position. Absolutely. You know, and it was, you know, it was a very extreme, stressful situation to be in that position where, um, you know, I was like, like, I could just, like, I, I just, I can just still feel it today. Like, that that feeling I would have come over me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one last example is I, I worked with my dad when I got into the business. And I'll never forget that him and I went to do a training in one of the auto plants. Mm-hmm. And I had a... When, you know, when it was the thing where you had to wear business suits, you know, mm-hmm. the skirts and stuff like that. And I had a skirt on and we were walking and some, my dad was, we, we were walking together down and stuff. And some guy came by and he purposely dropped something in front of me and went down to pick it up. And my dad was like, obviously they had no idea that was my dad. And my dad goes, get up. That's my daughter. And the guy was like, oh, you know, and my dad, like, how disrespectful. oh, my God, terrible. I know. Ugh. And I remember when we left there, my dad mm-hmm. saying to me, if I ever see you wear a skirt again, when you go into one of these places, like, we're going to have a problem. Like, you have to protect yourself from those out there. And I, and it made me realize how naive I was mm-hmm. because I was young and in my mind, like, you know, I was taught that you treat people with respect. I mean, my mom and dad had taught us that you treat others how you would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just had this fantasy that my dad worked with all these amazing people and stuff because, you know, he would become friends with some of these people that were his customers and they would come to our house and they were amazing people. So that's what my perception was. So when I got out in there in this male-dominated industry, I was shocked. And it took a lot of years to, like, realize that, like, I had to, like, thicken my skin and be able to know how to handle myself in a male-dominated industry. So, you know, values can definitely be, you know, affected and cause a tremendous amount of stress where you don't feel like you can function anymore. True, and I've had similar things happen um, when I left the hospital and I was trying to, you know, figure out really what I was going to do. Luckily, I came across coaching because I love it. But um, there was a similar situation, and I didn't like, I didn't like how it made me feel at all. It didn't align with my values. You know, I just, I want to work. I want to make a living. I have kids and a family, and you know, I want to take care of them. It's, it's none of this other stuff that there's in this particular company. Um, and there's multiple companies that align, but there were like houseboat trips and. I don't want to go on a houseboat trip and be in a swimming suit with people that I'm working with. Right. You know, that just, that's not something I want to do. Right. And and I, I'm here to make an impact in people's lives and, and help people cope with what's going on in their lives. And being on a houseboat, drinking with, a, you know, my coworkers is not one of them. And they were probably all quite a bit younger than me, too, you know, and I was just thinking. No, that is definitely not for me, and and uh, I kept searching. Oh yeah, I I had one one gentleman that that 
um, had been my boss. And then when I moved to another company and stuff, we always talked back and forth and stuff. And I thought we had this great friendship going mm-hmm. and stuff. And unbeknownst to me, he kind of had this, I guess, this thing for women and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden, he, like, sent me a – he, like, took a picture of himself and he, like, sent it to me. And I was like, wow, okay, <laughs> well – sure what to do with that now. <laughs> and, and we we stopped talking shortly after that oh, because sure. I like was like, like, I was like what do I do with this I wasn't expecting this yeah I was like wow like it just was ne- it, you you can't go back when something oh, like that's no, happened no. you can't go back to where it was before mm-hmm. and it so you know like yourself like it you know there's just certain things you shouldn't do yeah. when you're in a work environment mm-hmm um, uh, because it, there's just crosses so many boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that does. And, you know, family is a precious thing and, and to protect that and, you know, stay in there and keep working towards making yourself better. Those types of things don't make it better. All it does is make people feel worse, honestly. And this, this is what I, I would say as we're talking about values and stuff and, if, if there's some issues that you are struggling with, whether it be in your personal life or um, or in your business life, is that here are a couple questions that I would say are good things to to ask yourself. Um, you know, and, and maybe, you know, have a journal to, or a notepad to write it down. And one of the things that I always talk about when I'm talking with people and stuff is that you don't have to have a separate journal for every single thing. You can use the same journal or notepad for all the different areas that you're looking to focus on, but you can have different notations that mean different different mm-hmm. things. But you know, what is it exactly that you feel that you're struggling with in your personal life or business? Mm-hmm. You know, what what is it? Can you identify what it is? You know, you know, you have this nagging feeling, you have things that make you feel off. But what is it exactly that, you know, try to, it's easier to deal with it when you can put it into words or put it into a definition of what exactly, what are those things that are bothering you? So that would be one thing. Two, how long has it been going on? You know, is it something that, uh, you know, has been going on for a long period of time? Has it been years? Has it been months? Has it been weeks? You know, give it a, define it, you know, so that you have an idea of how long you've been dealing with this because you need to know for yourself of then if you have an understanding of how long it is, it makes it easier to go back and start going back to where that point was and start writing down those different things that have happened that causes you to feel where you're at right now. You know, and three is, you know, what is your thought of action to do? Is it something that you feel like you need to walk away from? You know, if it's a relationship or a marriage, is it at a point where, like, you feel like you need to walk away from it? Two, do you feel like, you know, there's something that you can talk to them about and maybe find a common ground to work from, to work on it? Uh, or do you need a counselor? Do you need to go to counseling and stuff together and stuff to 
either go yourself to find out where you're at or two, go together to figure out how you can work out together. Or when it comes to business, where are you? You know, is it something you continue that you can continue to live with? You know, both Samantha and I gave some, uh, I think, you know, perfect examples of things that being in two different types of careers, but the underlining issues were the same. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, so we had to make a decision for ourselves of, you know, how was it affecting our values? And it was. It was affecting both of our values of where we felt, you know, one, that we stood for, two, of what it is that our goal was to begin with, of what we were bringing to the table and stuff, and what we could, what we could or couldn't continue to do. And we each made different decisions that we thought were in the best interest of us. And I know that in conversations that both Samantha and I have is that when we made that decision and we said, okay, we can't do this anymore, and we both walked away from what it was we were doing, it didn't matter that necessarily that if we were like, okay, we're not sure what we're going to do or whatever else, um, those things we could we could address and deal with, but the amount of weight that was taken off when we walked away from that oh, situation, yeah. it was like having this anchor that was around us that somebody just had a big, you know, uh, scissor and cut the rope and it just fell. And I felt so much lighter because I didn't have all those things that were interfering with what my value system was that I didn't have to feel like I was making any kind of sacrifices for what I stood for. True. And especially when, you know, here's your value. So you're working really, really hard and you want to do it a certain way, but you don't have the time allotment because I know this, you know, in the medical field is you, you have your patients, you have a certain amount of patients a day. If you have one that's very critical, you might spend more time with them, but you have this value in this sense of, uh, fulfillment to work that you want to do a good job. And if, if you don't have the time and you're just putting out fires, then by the end of the day, you're like, what, what did I even do today? Like, I don't even remember because right. I could only put out fires. That's the kind of, you know, care that you had to give or, I mean, it all works, right? All of the patients are taken care of and we have support and, and you call, but the way it makes you feel inside is just very unsatisfying um, to know that like learning in school that you might be learning it a certain way and there's a certain way you want to deliver care and you want to talk to that patient and have that one-on-one -on -one interaction where you really get to know them you want to teach them and train them how to use their medications and why you know they shouldn't eat oreos all day you know compared <laughs> to something else right because some of that is emotional anyway so that's the kind of care that you're thinking we're going in to give and some days it just doesn't work out that way because of staffing or budget and all of these things and we have to deal with it so what it does is it kind of dampens your joy a little bit to say what did i really do today i put out a bunch of fires and right. i saved some lives and and all of that but did i do my job the way that i would have wanted to and that was really hard for me. Um, and maybe it's because I have a tendency to, you know, be very 
particular and step by step and and just really get to a resolution and so when that doesn't happen it was very troubling for me um, and I would say that's a value system that I had either taught myself or learned and then so it became a stressor for me well and that really leads into um, which we will get on to when we talk about the pillar of awareness is mm -hmm. that yeah, it nice. actually gets into time and task awareness is that you know, we have um, you know an idea of what it is that we want to accomplish mm -hmm. and uh, in what time frame we want to get that done and there's actually a correlation with uh, you know with our values and stuff and the tasks that we want to get done where um, you can be busy all day long and feel like you've not accomplished anything oh, and then absolutely. you can watch somebody else where you feel like gosh you know what like they really didn't have that much to do today but they accomplished a lot mm -hmm. and there is an association there of learning how to prioritize mm -hmm. your tasks and your time to what your values are in order to start accomplishing what your goals are right yes. so goals are huge yeah they and help so much you know unfortunately <laughs> you know being in the ER and stuff it it tested your values and what your awareness of the test you want to accomplish all the time because mm -hmm. it didn't get to be about you and what you wanted to accomplish in your goal right. it was about it was situational all day long oh very very you situational. Know, yeah. yeah so um that's a lot to contend with and that causes major major burnout for so many that were in the career that um you were in and that mm -hmm. they continue to be in and stuff and oh, yeah. you know we're not saying that like Everybody should walk away because if y'all walked away, we'd have a big problem on our hands when yeah, we, we went need, to the hour. We need you there. We're we, just here yeah. to try to help you yeah. help you stay in it if you want to stay yeah. in it. And we understand it's a great job. And, and it, like we say, it's not only medical. It's really any job you could end up in burnout. And, you know, we're just here to try to help put things in perspective so so that you can kind of work on that, take a look at it and say, you know, maybe I need to just brush some of this stuff off and and then get back to the joy because we're never going to change a big system, really, if we're one person or even, even an army. Sometimes we just don't know what's going on behind the scenes and how the business has to be run. So, you know, we're out there just doing the work because we want to be with the patients, but it can be very overwhelming and, and daunting, really. Absolutely. So, you know, we hope that you got something from, you know, this conversation on values. And this is something that Samantha and I have uh, workshops on. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have, uh, you know, public speaking that we do on these particular uh, pillars. Uh, we, we can focus on values and we have 11 other pillars that we can focus on too. So, uh, we are going to be having our pillar number two, which will focus on awareness. awareness that we'll be touching on in our next video segment. So we hope to that this will uh, motivate you to listen to pillar two and start that journey of trying to help yourself uh, on all these different pillars and find yourself at the end of the 12 pillars of feeling like 
you kind of are getting a grasp of where you're at in your burnout in your life and the stresses in your life to head in that right direction to make a difference so that you are in a better road for yourself you know here um, I think both Samantha and I share this is that you know our goal is to empower you and others to get out of your own way to take the junk out of your life and bring mm-hmm. the health back into it so with that we are ending our our values segment and uh, please feel free to reach out to us uh, you know via uh, text or email or comment and we will get back to you just as soon as we can and if there's questions you have or resources you're looking for we're more than happy to to get those out to you so with that and then one more thing so um as you know and i like to bring it up each segment is that i do have coaching one-on-one coaching and group coaching so if you're feeling a little overwhelmed that's really a great place um, and a safe space to share and Absolutely. and guide you through stuff. Sometimes we just don't have someone to talk to that that really won't get offended by what we say. And, and maybe I can help tweak a conversation that you might have been wanting to have with somebody. So anyway, I like to bring that up. We're here to help. Please contact us. We'd love to chat with you. Yes. And... If you don't understand what one-on-one coaching is, reach out to Samantha. Mm-hmm. She's more than happy to explain to you what it what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, one-on-one coaching is different than counseling. Yes, absolutely. So it's two totally different categories, mm-hmm. and she is really good at what she does. And she's been there, she's done it, and she's gotten to the other side. She can help you get to that place that you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She'll help you get there. So, and... Um, you know, I'm running some support groups also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you feel like, you know, coming where a group of other people that you can listen to their stories that will be, uh, you can relate to, then, you know, reach out. I'm more than happy to let you know where those those will be at. So with that, we say um, goodbye and we look forward to seeing you in Pillar 2. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.